Hello everyone within and around the world. It's your favorite host, um, Grace Sharon. Thank you for tuning in again. If you're here to, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. It's your special and favorite podcast, Sparkle. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Have you offended someone? Have you been hurt? Have I been hurt? Definitely, offense will definitely come. As long as you're alive, as long as you're breathing, as long as you have air within and inside of you, offense will definitely come. As long as you interact, you go about, you evolve, offense will definitely come. But you or me being able to let go of something deliberately is what we call forgiveness. And today I'm going to be using my personal self as an example to tell you guys of how I've been hurt. And offense can come in various ways. It could be the good, it could be the ugly, it could be sad, it could be negative, it could be anything. It could come in any form as long as you just let go. I tell you, letting go is not easy, but we just got to let go. And then forgetting it is another thing on its own. You can even forgive, but forgetting it, erasing it off your memory, off your mind is another thing, is a different thing. Today I'm going to talk about a lot. Pardon me if if it's, I don't know, but just pardon me along the line. Okay, my name is Grace Dosushan. I'm a Nigerian from Benue State. I speak to you by tribe and all of that. I'm this optimist. I'm this girl. I'm this woman that wouldn't want someone else's feeling to be hurt. But people don't seem to understand me. So they go on hurting me. Even if it's something that isn't supposed to hurt me, it hurts me. That's the kind of um, feeling, should I say feeling, that's the kind of emotions God um, created me with. But with time, I'm going to do away with that and I'm working, and I'm working towards that. Okay, um, a couple of years ago, um, growing up as a child, um, into my teenage and adolescent stage, it wasn't really favorable at all. It wasn't pleasant to talk about because you all know where I'm going to get to. It's all about rape, abuse, and emotional torture, like that. I grew up in a rough neighborhood. I don't even know how I managed to come out of that circumstances in a way that I am still whole but healing till today. I don't know how, but God did it. So, um, growing up as a child wasn't really easy. It wasn't nice telling off. It wasn't fun. Whenever my friends are talking about how theirs is or was, I usually hush, I listen, 
and at the end of the day they come asking me grace what about yours tell us how yours looks like i'm like mine trust me is horrific to talk about i can't even talk about they'll be like you're pretending stop pretending i'm like i'm not pretending it's horrific you wouldn't want to hear it okay um i was defiled by my own blood brother not once not twice a couple of times and when i try to tell my mom or my elder siblings they will be like just get out of here get out you're just lying you're trying to accuse someone of doing what he didn't do man it happened once it happened twice it happened countless times and i just got fed up about it i decided to just keep it within myself since there's no point there's no use of me having elder ones and this kind of thing happened to me and when i try to relate it to you you take it for granted then who else am i going to tell about it and then my mom was not usually around she runs a restaurant she comes home once in a while to check up on how i'm doing how we are doing particularly because i'm the last one of five and my elder ones they were at school so they come home a couple of times in a week in the month like that so sometimes the house will be full will be filled and sometimes the house will be as quiet as an um, ice water so um i wouldn't really blame him for that because he was a drug addict and basically yeah i grew up in that kind of hood um, my brothers they go out they party they drink smoke they bring all manner of friends like that and i also drink as well at some point in my life and um i started um wrapping weed as well i grew up with weeds then like i said earlier it's just the message of god that sees someone through and then i don't know how come i grew up out of the hood whole and hearty and i'm in the healing process hopefully by god's grace to get to the complete stage of my healing by the powerful name of jesus so sometimes he will force me and when i refuse when i struggle with him he'll beat me mercilessly he'll hit me he'll punish me for no reason he hates me at that particular period in time for no reason at some point i got scared of staying in my own house even when i go to school i wasn't concentrating i was looking so timid i was ashamed of myself i wasn't looking um well to do what to talk about i was in this array i didn't even make friends because my friends were mocking at me making jest of me i was being bullied like a lot was going on but I had to still push on. 
the thought of committing suicide never came to me. And then because of all of that, growing up again, I decided not to allow my situation, the past, to define who I truly am. I never allowed my situations to take my worth away from me because I know I'm greater than that. The end is going to be glorious. The devil is only after your beginning. The end, he can never live to see the end, how marvelous it's going to look like. Um, a good example of that is like it's the story of Job. Job had everything. The Bible described, described Job as a righteous man, one who fears the Lord, one who eschewed evil. So you could imagine if someone who eschewed evil, if calamity of such could befall him, even before that plague, he was still faithful to God, then much less, much more of me that I was still striving. I'm even still striving to get to that point for God to open his mouth, tell me, I'm fulfilled, I'm okay with you, my daughter Grace, I'm okay, you're trying, you did well, then, so, he beat me up, I never let that, though when I get to school, you always see my face, battered, shattered, frowning, not smiling, being rude, no one ever cared to know what was happening to Grace, all they could see was, or all they could do was to make for me to wait for me to make a mistake so they could use my mistakes against me and which is very horrific of them of anybody who is waiting for someone to make a mistake or for someone to fall so you use their weakness against them it's not right it's very inappropriate so growing up i became a fanatic i became um, is zealots. When I say zealots, I caveat like I built this wall around me, like telling myself, I'm not gonna let any man disrupt me of myself or demean me or debase me or dehumanize me. No, it's happening in our world today slavery. People are enslaved, particularly girls, girls of tender age, girls that are that have not even started their puberty, even girls that are in their puberty age, they are being dehumanized, they are being deprived of their freedom, of their liberty, of their right of speech to talk, to dress, to do whatever they want to do. And I told myself I was never going to let myself to feel inferior or to feel intimidated because you went to Harvard and I went to Cambridge or I went to Howard all at school or you're in the US, you're in the UK, South Africa, whatever I'm in Nigeria. Let me tell you, being in Nigeria takes patience, takes the grace of God. Yeah. Doesn't because you fly the plane doesn't mean I'm not going to fly a plane or it doesn't mean you're better than me because you're living in a mansion and I'm living in a flat. It doesn't mean you're worth more than I am. No way. No damn way. You don't worth more than I am. I am priceless. So, I took that responsibility upon myself that 
um, if God blesses with me with finances, with money, I'm going to own an orphanage home and I'm going to own an organization that is going to partner with um, human rights and so that to reduce the risk of slavery, child labor, particularly our African women, women that are not really exposed and even those that are exposed, they are being used in, in one way or the other without them just ignorant so it hasn't been an easy route at all but hopefully we are pushing we are moving on so this incident continued it didn't stop it continued for a very long time and then I got so scared of my dad, my brother. I got so scared. So scared. When you mean scared, I don't even move to the point of me. When I even hear his name, I, go, I get frightened just by his name. Because of his attitude towards me, he became a bully to me at home. Anything about me to him became so awkward like that. Or oh, he's my brother. So, to sum everything up, I'm just going to start by saying what is forgiveness? In your own opinion, in my own opinion, what is forgiveness? Forgiveness generally seems, refers to a conscious, a deliberate action or a release of feelings or resentment or vengeance towards a person or a group of people who has harmed you, who has harmed me, regardless of whether they actually deserve it or not. Just letting go, let go. And one thing is that forgiveness doesn't mean you're forgetting it all. No way, you're not forgetting it. It takes the grace of God and a therapist for you to forget it. It doesn't mean condoning or excusing offenses. No. Even the Bible makes us understand that offense will definitely come. It will surely come. If it comes, what will you do? Will you let go or you keep it in your heart? And when you keep it in your heart, it's going to grow. It's going to turn to malice, bitterness. It has happened to me. And I'm praying every single day about it. God should turn every unforgiving spirit in my heart, in my life, to forgiveness. He should turn my ashes in for beauty. He should make me be like him. Because if he can forgive me my sins that I commit in the secret, not even in the open, then who am I not to forgive my fellow human beings? But there are some kind of hurts, there are some kind of things that when you forgive, or there are some, there are some kind of people that when you forgive, you wouldn't feel like um, relating to the person again. We are humans, yes. It happens. We are not perfect, but we shouldn't hide under the canopy of we are not perfect, we are not perfect to keep 
our excuses coming instead of taking responsibilities no way i know it's not easy to forgive but we just need to let go so that we can look healthy we can look young we can age without getting old so we we'll look successful so we can really be the light that Christ really wants us to be and the salt that Christ really wants us to be and I'm still going to talk about the parable of the prodigal son in the Bible we all are familiar with that story in Luke chapter 15 verse 11 to 32 how um, the youngest son woke up all of a sudden a certain day and requested of his inheritance from his father his father gave him his and his elder brother was quite um should i say envious that he's been working he's been doing all of the chores he's been diligent why is it that all of a sudden his younger brother just woke up and demanded for inheritance and he just got it at the blink of an eye then he, the younger brother went on, squandered his money, lived a luxurious life. At the point, he started eating with pigs, someone that has mansions, that has servants, that serves him, that does everything. He doesn't need to stress himself. He just did that for no reason. So at the end of the day, he got back home. He was forgiven. So... If God can do that, who am I not to do it? So in other words, what I'm trying to say is that I just had to let that go. It wasn't easy for me as a girl, as a young child, and as the last born, always staying in the house. My elder ones not really staying in the house, doing all the chores before going to school and coming back, doing chores, cooking, going to restaurants, helping my mom out. It wasn't really an easy route for me, but hopefully, by God's grace, I coped. And then sometimes when I sit down in the mirror, I, I take myself to be inferior. I'm not saying you should do that because you've been raped, because you've been abused, because no one is listening to you i know definitely nobody will is ever going to believe that this kind of thing happened to you trust me i'm with you because i've worn those shoes before but now i've outgrown that face my legs are bigger than those shoes by the grace of god and i'm not putting them anymore and as we all are growing enhancing in life one challenges or the other are coming Challenges are bound to be there as long as you are alive. In fact, the higher the money, the occupation, the career, the everything, the ministry, the higher the problems. But by God's grace, we overcome it by the blood of the Lamb. And so, I, I never left some months. It got to a point that um, that my brother that abused me, that did that to me, and he fell sick. And at that point, my grandma was staying with us. My grandma also took ill. I was taking care of my grandma and taking care of him. So 
if I was that, if I was inhuman, if I was not willing to let go of his transgressions towards me and towards man, towards God, I was the one cooking. I would have poisoned him. I would have hurt him. I would have done something terrible to him. But like I said, God is always there. Even at the point where you think, where you feel God is not there. God is always there to help you. Sometimes he allows us to derail, to see that even, even if we don't care that, he, that he's not there, he's there. It doesn't shift anything from God. It doesn't make him move. God is still God. God remains God. If you like, serve him. If you like, don't serve him. It doesn't... In fact, as a matter of fact, you are doing yourself a favor serving God or, or forgiving or letting go or whatever. You're doing yourself a favor. We all should count it as a privilege to serve God and to obey his commandments. There are a thousand and one commandments in the Bible. We all should count it as a privilege and as a favor. He said, when we don't serve him, he'll cause stones to serve him. That would be a huge disgrace that the humans, the people he created out of his breath, out of his image and likeness, are not serving him. Inanimate things, stone is serving him. So in other words, I don't know why I'm, I came up with this topic today, but I don't know, I just, I've been having this urge since of talking about forgiveness, particularly to women and even to men, but particularly to young men and women, youths, teenagers, adolescents, adolescents, growing up in the faith, growing up in your various homes, the challenges you go through, sometimes um, you face poverty, lack, and then you begin to blame your parents or you blame your elderly ones for not being there. They've done their best. They've done their best. Destiny is differs. You can decide to come out separate. You can decide to be a pace setter. It doesn't take a day to become that. It's the work you do in the secret place, not in the open for men to applaud you, but what you do in the secret for God to applaud you and to guide you and to discipline you. The need for discipline. In fact, God disciplines those he loves, those he doesn't. He leaves you to the will, to do whatever you want to do. So... God is a loving father. His love is unconditional. Um, on, it hurts. The act. It hurts a lot. But when you forgive, it lessens that grip on the inside. It helps you. It helps me feel free. It, it even leads to understanding, empathy, compassion. So, the message I have here for each and every one of you is that 
whatever you're going through in life, every storm that is that you're facing, always know that life is a stage, life is not a cage. Life is a face, it comes in faces. Because you're in gross darkness today. Who told you you won't be in a marvelous light tomorrow? Because you're mourning today. Who told you you won't dance tomorrow? Because I'm in tears today. Who said I won't be in joy the next moment? Because I'm starving today. Who says I won't be in abundance tomorrow? Because I'm living in a one-room self-contained or a duplex. Who says I won't be in a skyscraper tomorrow? Or in a bungalow tomorrow? Or in a 10-story building? Who says, who says I won't be there tomorrow? That is phases. Life comes in season. Remember God's timing in your life. God's timing in my life. God's blessings make it rich and added no sorrow. If only we can learn to be patient and forgive. Let things flow the easy way it's ought to. Let things flow. And then when you begin to forgive and when you begin to let things flow the easy way it's supposed to, you see toxic relationship will leave your life unwanted friends unwanted behaviors unwanted attitude unwanted things will begin to uproot and begin to live your life by itself and a new you a better you a strong you will emerge and when you look at yourself in the mirror you say to yourself i worth it when they say you don't worth it say to yourself i worth it when they say you're not beautiful, you're not handsome, I'm not beautiful, I'm not pretty, I tell them I am from the descendants of royalty. I happen to be a royalty. Even if it's not before men, but before God, before my creator that matters, that has the final cell in my life, I am a royalty. I matter. Forgiving is not an easy thing to do. It takes a deliberate act, a deliberate decision to make. It makes us mature and different. There are a thousand and one of us today that don't have that attitude of forgiving, including I myself. But I force myself. I force myself because even if I'm going to die, I don't want to die in, in unforgiveness. Let me tell you, life on earth doesn't matter. This life we are living on earth is only a borrowed life, is a rented life. One day when the Most High call, we all going to give account to Him. We all going to tell Him, this is how I spent my, my life on earth. These are the impacts I made. These are the things I did. Where will your soul go to? Will your soul rest or will your soul or will my soul be wandering? I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't know why I'm diverting, but I know I'm on the right track. The Lord help us all as we strive through this journey of forgiveness and maintaining peace at all costs. Strive for peace. Strive for peace. 
Strive for peace. Remember, when God gives you peace, not world's peace, divine peace, when he gives you peace, no man, born of a woman, nobody can distort it. No one can take it away from you. Forgiveness. Let's learn to forgive. Even if it's your blood. I know it's not, it's not going to be easy. Your blood in particular. But let go. And then mind the kind of topics, the kind of things you say. Or where. Think thoroughly before talking. Be slow to anger. Be slow to judgment. Be very mindful. Think forgiveness. Think it requires a deep thinking, a deep thought. It requires maturity and faith. Thank you all for having me. It's your favorite host, Sharon Dosu Grace, in your favorite podcast, Sparkle, sponsored by Anchor. Remember to hook me up on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and lots more. Thank you all for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. I'm never going to take you or my audience for granted. And if you feel like talking to me, I'm going to leave you with this number. Feel free. You can talk freely. 081-360-643. 99 I take it again 081-360-64-399 Stay tuned God bless you Have a fruitful day and a fruitful week ahead Stay right on track Remain blessed in Jesus name Amen